and welcome back to Inscribe and Imprint. I'm Danielle. I am a mom of one and soon to be two. And um, I am here with my friends. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Isaac and I'm a father of two. And I'm Summer and I am a mommy of two. <laughs> and we happen to be pastors as well, um, pastors in children's and family ministries. And we have a passion for um, sharing with families resources and giving them tools to uh, be able to pass on the faith that they've had and hopefully cultivated and, and, and nurtured um, onto their children, um, onto your children, your families. And so um, I am here with uh, my friends to talk a little bit about um, faith and how we use the Bible as the foundation for our faith. You know, really it all starts with the word mm -hmm. and digging into the Bible. And it sounds so cliche to say like, you have to read your Bible, you know, <laughs> but, but really that is the, the, the foundation for what we, what we do is as we, you know, disciple ourselves and disciple our children. So, so the name of our podcast, this whole idea of inscribe and imprint has a biblical foundation. It comes mm -hmm. to us from Deuteronomy chapter six. And, uh, I'm going to start in verse four, where it says here, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Basically, be surrounded by it. Everyday life is an opportunity to engage in faith, to be connected to God and to experience God's love in like every aspect mm -hmm. of your, of your life. I love how, you know, all, you can't escape any part, like your heart, uh, love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your body. like every aspect, every aspect of your life of has a spiritual, um, connection has a spiritual component. And so we want to be intentional about, so what does that look like? How can God's word and God's love be inscribed in our own hearts and lives? And how can we then imprint that model that, um, guide and cultivate? I like that you would use the word cultivate. It's such a good growing word, mm -hmm. um, help tend and nurture that faith, mm -hmm. um, and that trust in God's love in our kids. Mm -hmm. So we, we mentioned starting in the word, right? Mm -hmm. So this is where we have started but let's get really practical. We want to talk about how we as parents interface with our Bibles, mm -hmm. uh, what that looks like, and maybe some ideas for what it could look like and be for maximum impact mm -hmm. with our families. Sure. You know, in the world that we live in, devices rule our world. Right? <laughs> yep. They're everywhere. You know, and what even when I was in college would have taken, you know, a backpack full mm -hmm. of physical Bibles to carry around, I have it in my hand or in my pocket on my phone, right? So accessibility, accessibility has never been greater. Accessibility right? <laughs> um, whether somebody's reading it, whether you're watching it, yeah. mm -hmm. um, it's everywhere yeah. if we want it. Um, but is there such thing as too much mm. or too little of the word? Mm. Um, one of the things that, that, you know, we like to talk about at home, it's not quantity, but quality, mm -hmm. right? Mm. Um, is there a nugget that I can take with me? Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when I was a kid, memory verses mm -hmm. were the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it was at church or at home or at school, um, you know, I grew up in an Asian family. 
and we didn't get paid for grades. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did not grow up in an Asian family. We also did not okay. get paid for grades. <laughs> so, okay, good. Um, but, you know, I remember my grandmother would pay us hmm. to do our memory courses. Hmm. You know, and like throughout the day, especially in the summers when we were hanging out with her, she had it printed out and she had all of her memory verses printed out and she modeled that for us. Mm. Right? Um, but it was, you know, hers was probably a paragraph long, multiple verses at a time. Mm. And, <laughs> you know, at, at, at her church at the end of each quarter, they would do all 13 of them. Right? Wow. And that was a thing. They'd mm-hmm. all stand up. And, and you know, for us, maybe a sentence or two. Mm-hmm. But if we did it, we got paid for it. <laughs> um, but scripture is, is such a big part of who we are. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to know how to engage with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so one of the, a quote that I've heard a lot and that really kind of hmm, struck a chord for mm-hmm. me was, you know, the word of God is meant to be bread for every day not cake for special occasions. Mm. And I wonder sometimes, you know, again, in in the busyness, in the everything else, how are we demonstrating, you know, that is this like the daily, um, and obviously we're not talking about a gluten-free diet. um, When you look at the way that we as individuals uh, interact with scripture, when we talk about, again, sharing scripture within our families, are we are we interacting with it as though really our our nourishment our sustenance mm-hmm. relies upon our interaction with God through Scripture, mm-hmm. or do we kind of keep it reserved? You know, yeah. occasionally we'll sprinkle it in. We'll get a really great um, beautiful quote and we will hang it love, like in a beautiful mm-hmm. way on the wall, um, and then we never really talk about it because it's oh it's there but it's not. Mm-hmm real practical, like it's not interacted with much. One more thought that I'd had when you were sharing that, Isaac, too, was about just accessibility. You know, you go back even a hundred years and, you know, maybe a family would have a Bible in a family Bible, you know, the family Bible. Um, You go back further than that and just accessibility to scripture was so, so sparse, you know, you just didn't have that. And it's almost like that, oh, because we have so many because we have the access every version every format every you know size you walk into a christian bookstore or you go on you know online and you're shopping for one it's like so many options it's almost overwhelming Mm -hmm. but that hasn't necessarily increased our interface and interaction Mm -hmm. with it the way that it would have been treasured Mm -hmm. um in the past so what are some ways that we can um, kind of get over that, get beyond that, move beyond that with uh, personally and then in our families. Yeah, you know, it's so important that, you know, um, as, as we're like halfway through the year, right? So mm-hmm. I'm sure many people are probably feeling like, oh, I started out my Bible reading plan <laughs> this year. January 1! January went so well, and then it's all gone downhill from there. And then life happened. And then life happened. You know, um, we we struggle with staying consistent with reading sure. our Bible. And, um, you know, I think when we have kids, we 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 feel the pressure even more because we want to be a good example for our kids. And yet so many of us reserve our devotional time for time apart from our kids Mm -hmm. and our kids never actually see us digging in the word, you know? Um, And 
that example that we set for them really. And it's not that we have this devotional life because we want to set an example for our kids. We don't do it out of a motivation. Mm -hmm. We do it because we need, you know, that connection, that time with our creator. Um, but as parents, we're also always thinking about how, you know, the things we do or the choices we make or the things we say, um, will impact our children. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just, you know, as you were, you were talking, I was also thinking about, um, you know, when we're on our phone, can our kids tell the difference between us scrolling through a passage in scripture or Instagram, you know, right. um, and, and how do we, how do we model, you know, studying the word well for our kids? Yeah. Um, studying is part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have access, but exposure is a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that, that we do, whether or not we can get to the traditional, you know, family worship time or not is, our kind of bedtime ritual is every night, whatever the date mm-hmm. of the month is, we listen to that chapter in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yep, those are one chapter, so you can still get the entire month in a long month. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you get 28, right? <laughs> and then we just recycle, right? And it's, it's amazing to me, and I don't know how many times I've listened to Proverbs or read it or not, but every night there's something different that hits me. Mm-hmm. And Always. I also try to maybe turn the volume down a little bit at different sections where it may not be appropriate, <laughs> um, you know, because the Bible is not written for our little um, preschool age years or maybe even <laughs> early elementary age years. The Bible is real. It's mm-hmm. taken out of the context of a messy world. Right. Um, and not all of it is age appropriate in conversation mm-hmm. and, and content. Um, but... It's, it is fascinating what the kids will pick up on. Oh, yeah. Right? And then um, to kind of have them process for a day or two, and then just out of nowhere, we're driving somewhere. So when it said whatever it was that kind of piqued their interest, mm-hmm. what did that mean? You know, and it's a chance for conversation. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. is it deeply theological? I don't know. But it is meaningful mm-hmm. for our family's development and our interaction with the Holy Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of one way that we do it mm-hmm. is at night, mm-hmm. a proverb. And then we may listen to some music. We may listen to a podcast. We may listen to a different, you know, narrative in the, in the scriptures. But we always start with at least one proverb per day. Mm-hmm. So that's one way we do it. Yeah, that's cool. One of the things I was thinking about, too, um, one of the commitments that I've made, I know very much as a children's pastor, but also as a parent, is you may not be ready for the whole story of what this is right now developmentally, mm-hmm. but I do make a commitment that whatever we do share with you about this Bible story is fair to the text. Mm-hmm. Like isn't Absolutely. like modified, right. reworked, mm-hmm. um, changed, um, you know, trying to keep, make sure that it's, it makes sense and is appropriate at an age by age level. You'll have a, a scaffolding, you know, you're going to build something that they can add to, not have to totally tear down and start over with and feel like their experience with scripture wasn't true or accurate from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a thoughtful, I think, note and a, a responsibility, certainly of anybody who's uh, writing or designing or coming up with how kids are presented with scripture. But as a parent too, you know, sure. being reflective about mm, you may not be ready for this full story right now. But what you do know about it, I want to be fair to the text um, and stay kind of on point with that. Yeah. It's important to find, you know, a Bible that 
you feel comfortable with as a parent reading to your child, you know, in a, in a version or language that they can understand. Um, the graphics that you mentioned are, are also something to consider. Um, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because I haven't given a lot of thought to that. Um, but, you know, can your child distinguish the difference between this book, this mm-hmm. holy book that we have, this Bible um, that we've been gifted by God? from any of their other books, mm-hmm. you know, is it, does, is there something that feels distinctive, about distinctive it, yeah. and different about it? Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I have, I've gone through a few different Bibles with my child in the last two and a half years of her life. And there's been some where I was appalled at how graphic, you know, and yeah. this, these are small little, you know, it's one page story, but it it's, says children's on the front. Wow. <laughs> we went there. We really went there. Um, you know, either the graphic nature of it or, um, or, you know, the theology that's coming across in the way that the story is being interpreted and, and right. presented to my child is a little bit problematic. And so, um, you know, just being, I guess, aware that mm-hmm. it, it is an interpretation when it's presented in, in, a, in a children's Bible format. Um, and sometimes maybe reading it ahead of time before you present it to your child would be helpful. <laughs> it's, it's much better to find it before you're in the yeah. middle of bedtime. Yeah, I'm like, trying to edit it on the fly. I don't, I don't like yes. how that was worded, but... <laughs> yeah. You know, Danielle, you're talking about, I, I have shared with them that I have a lot of concern about um, the look of how Bible stories are presented. Yeah. Like, um, I have a concern about it looking very cartoonish or goofy, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I think sometimes we know that developmentally kids have a hard time distinguishing between real Reality. and not mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. And so the more that if we believe something is real and true, it looks and presents as much as possible as real or mm-hmm. true. And I would like to say that I've found like, God, this is the perfect children's Bible. It's got it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, honestly, no. It's yeah. been like a combination of resources and we'll pick some stories from some and not mm-hmm. from others. And it's, you know, a lot of thought feels like a lot of work sometimes. Mm-hmm. And actually it kind of is. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's not meaningful, mm-hmm. good work. And, you know, one of the resources we're wanting to develop for you parents is kind of a list of recommended, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, try this one yeah. for this and try this. But, um, but we understand that that takes time sure. that takes investment to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe getting back to the idea too, of what about our own Bibles? Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, and I think for, for us and our family, reading with our children, mm-hmm. especially when they're younger, whether it's on our lap or next mm-hmm. to us, um, having that you know, 15, 20 minutes, an hour mm-hmm. sometimes of story time, mm-hmm. but reading together was so important. And to be able to integrate a Bible with that mm-hmm. um, is, is great, wonderful modeling mm-hmm. um, and, and great for us. Um, one of the things that you know, professionally that we may have encountered is um, people passing away. Mm-hmm. And um, how valuable of an insight the Bible can be if mm-hmm. someone had a personal Bible, mm-hmm. um, their devotional, their study Bible. Um, I know that um, my wife passed away almost a year ago now, and as we were preparing for her services, mm-hmm. um, the officiant asked if there was a Bible, mm-hmm. and we were able to share that with them. Um, but it's a gift. It's mm-hmm. part of... Um, her legacy, Grace's legacy that she will be able to give to her children mm-hmm. is the Bible that when she was sitting down at her desk in our room and, and reading and spending quality time in the mornings with, with, with her time with Jesus, you know, the boys knew they'd come in and they'd see mommy there and then they'd kind of just 
you know, they may say good morning, but then they knew that that was her time, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, she would have notes that she stuck in there. She would have pictures, um, things that now are treasures mm -hmm. for our boys mm -hmm. for when they are old enough to want to go and engage and reflect and, and see. Um, so that's a longing that I have mm -hmm. is that um, if I could just share that with myself and to anybody mm -hmm. that will listen, um, it's a beautiful gift that we can give mm -hmm. to our loved ones. And so I've gone away now. I guess I'll still use it for work um, <laughs> out of a device, but for my own personal time, yeah. a physical Bible. Mm -hmm. um, is, a, is a wonderful treasure that I can have for myself, but also pass along to someone else. I know so. it sounds very old school. It does. But, but yeah, hear us out, like making a case for a physical, tangible, flip the pages Bible. Yeah, yeah so you have that record, yeah. that tangible um, path. Yeah. You know, you can see where people have walked and studied. And we've, we've talked too about how, you know, when we have done services for people yeah. or we have talked to people who have received a family member's Bible, you know, um, you learn so much mm -hmm. about their faith and about their experience with Jesus yeah. because yeah. of being able to see where they've been yeah. in the pages. And sometimes it's what they did underline or did, you know, wrote mm -hmm. in the margins, but oftentimes it's what they didn't. Mm -hmm. right? Sure. Why did they write a note here, but not there? Um, what were they going through? Um, I wish that people write down the date, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> when they make sense. Go yeah, I'm like, oh, that's great. great. Um, but yeah, but I, you know, I respect other people who, you know, they don't want to mess up something, and that's yeah. that's how they process, and that's wonderful too. There's yeah. so much yeah. cultural connection too. Yeah. I think we were, we were reflecting on how you know sometimes if you're raised with like the don't write anything in it, it is mm -hmm. the you know it is the Bible. Don't mm -hmm. put anything that's going to mess it up. Or, mm -hmm. um, but I think we'd actually encourage you. You know, get a copy of the Bible that you feel comfortable interfacing with. You know, for for you too. It's mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I have gone through a, a challenge or a difficulty. And I'll just kind of be flipping back through one of my Bibles and I will see something that I underlined or stuck a post-it note in before. And it's so and it's, and it's so encouraging. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, I've had something like this. I've dealt with this before and Jesus was faithful then and he is still faithful now. Mm -hmm. You know, at that, oh, right, right. I know this. I've mm -hmm. learned this. I've experienced this. So having that um, trail <laughs> to yeah. follow. No, it's so important. And, you know, um, I think when I have spent time studying the word in a physical mm -hmm. copy of the Bible, um, I find myself less distracted. I don't know if you guys have experienced this as well, but I find myself less distracted as well mm -hmm. because without a doubt, <laughs> every time that I am scrolling through a passage in scripture on one of my devices, I get a notification, mm -hmm. you know, sure. and my mind automatically mm -hmm. goes somewhere else. And sometimes instinctually I just go and click it and now I'm somewhere else. And, and I never actually finished whatever I was reading or studying or, you know, didn't take time to, to reflect on it and think about it because I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish this passage and then I'm going to go and, <laughs> you know, look at that, look at that, look at that It'll notification. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's so hard, especially when we're so attached to our devices. And so, um, you know, if, if distraction is something that you're struggling with, try a physical copy <laughs> of Bible because you're not yeah. something you're struggling with. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> try a physical copy of the Bible because, you know, you're not going to be getting any notifications <laughs> on the screen just yeah. hopefully a, a little tap on the shoulder from the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. 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 So.
Um, any tools that you find helpful as you're going through your reading time, your study time? When I do my devotional time, um, I tend to do it at night. And I've actually been um, thinking about changing how and when I do my devotional time because I want my daughter to see it. Um, I want her to see that I, you know, if I'm sharing with her that it's important to read the Bible, then she needs to see that it's important for me to also read the Bible. Um, but I typically read, you know, my Bible at night. Um, and I, I don't know if you guys have used the Bible app, speaking of using devices, mm -hmm. but sometimes they have like a verse of the day. Mm -hmm. And so then I can go to my physical Bible or, you know, if I don't have that on hand, then, you know, I'll read it right there on my device, but, um, I'll see what the verse of the day is. And then I'll like go and I'll read the whole passage, you know, or I might, um, kind of subscribe to a Bible reading plan in which I'm reading a certain book of the Bible, or I'm, you know, trying to study, I don't know, this, this thing. Um, so those are some things that I find helpful. But reading context is, is always good. Yeah. Context is huge. Um, and I find like oftentimes if I just pick a verse, mm -hmm. I'm going to miss all of that, okay. you know, so trying to read around it, like mm -hmm. you were saying, go mm -hmm. and, and get to the whole, you know, section or whatever. Um, this is, this is totally like low hanging fruit cause I'm a pastor, but I actually really like getting into, uh, whatever our sermon series is on and kind of doing a little deeper dive into that. And some of it turns into sermon prep for mm -hmm. sure. But, um, at the same time, it's, it's kind of fun to just keep going in, mm -hmm. uh, and just really dwelling in that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then being able to have probably more meaningful conversations with, uh, you know, my church community about it, but, um, but I really enjoy kind of just walking with my community, my, mm -hmm. my church community through a, something mm -hmm. like that. Even mm -hmm. if it's just my private time and not a, a group Bible study experience, I, that's, I really enjoy doing that. That's mm -hmm. something I, I enjoy spending time with. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's a Bible reading plan, I know that there's prepackaged Bibles, like the one-year Bible where you can mm -hmm. try to read mm -hmm. through it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and for some people, that's meaningful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it helps us to get get away from being bogged down, you know, three or four books in. Um, but, you know, I, I just really want to share that it's not the quantity. Mm -hmm. yeah. right? It's it's the Jesus behind mm -hmm. the, the message, right? Um, and how important it is that, that we can take it and, and apply it to who we are and, and the context that we live in and, and not just try to get to know all this information about mm -hmm. a book of the Bible or, mm -hmm. or God, but really engage with it and and just say, hey, what does this tell me about who God is, mm -hmm. right? And who Jesus is, and and how can I take what I've read, what mm -hmm. I've learned, and use it for good in my life, mm -hmm. in my kids' lives, um, and in the world around me, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it's okay passion. if your Bible in a year reading plan takes you three years to complete. Yes. <laughs> that, yep. may, that may actually be better because, mm -hmm. you know, if you're going through uh, the book of John and you do a little bit of research about, you know, who John's audience was and, and you know, maybe the purpose of, of his gospel and, and uh, you know, you do some of that studying, it'll make what you're reading so much richer as well. And so sometimes it's not about quantity, mm -hmm. like you're saying, or trying to get it done in a certain amount of time, but really just dwelling with the text. And if something either doesn't sit with you well, um, or you have a question about it or something, dig into that because that's where you're really going to, you know, get some fruit mm -hmm. um, and reach out too. I think, you know, uh, 
that one-on-one is, is critical, Mm -hmm. but it never has to stay Mm one-on-one. You know, I think that if you're hitting something in scripture where you're like, this is odd, confusing, I don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. You know, go ahead, reach out, start a conversation. Um, and even say, I think it's a healthy thing to say sometimes with Mm -hmm. your kids, like, Hey, I've got some questions about this. I'm curious mm. about something that I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. We're going to look into this more, or yeah. I'm going to go you after this. You mean it's this okay this to week. not have all the answers in front mm. of our children? What? I no. Know. <laughs> but even, I, I really like the word curious. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, um, that's such a helpful word with kids because it's a word that we use with them a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that showing kids that I'm curious mm-hmm. about this part of scripture, there's always more to know and learn, mm-hmm. not in a overwhelming impossible sense, but that this is something that there will always be more has we, life. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And God is far more infinite and beyond and everything than we're ever probably going to mm-hmm. fully comprehend even in heaven, you know? So the idea of, Oh no, what an exciting opportunity yeah. I have. I'm curious yeah. about what this says. And I'm going to talk with uh, whoever it is, you know, if it's a, if that's a pastor, if that's a, you know, Hey, what do you guys think? What are your ideas? What are your insights? Um, you know, talking with your spouse, mm-hmm. if you, if you can, you know, talking with other parents, do you have a community of people that you talk and pray with? And if not, Whoa, maybe that's another, you know, opportunity to grow together. But, um, and that's a great example for your kids too, that when they are wrestling with something, it's okay to talk about it. Yes. Mm -hmm. You don't, we don't expect them to already have all the answers either. These are always, there's always more. Mm -hmm. And there, I think that's one of the things that I have truly loved about scripture. Mm -hmm. You know, as a parent, my perspective on a lot of the passages of scripture shifted. Mm-hmm. It's different. I understand it differently. I see it differently than I did before. I hear it differently. You'll find that life experiences change your perception and your experience with scripture too, um, in beautiful and amazing and sometimes heartbreaking, but, um, maybe comforting mm-hmm. ways you, you understand, you can sit with the people in their stories. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, hear God speaking to you in, in different and more beautiful ways. So, I think that side of an experience with scripture, not just a, I checked off my five minutes. Yep. Yeah. Um, not really the point. Or I read January 27th. <laughs> <laughs> On July 3rd. <laughs> I read, yeah. But more than it was a, I got to spend time with Jesus today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if Jesus is the word of God, mm-hmm. and I have this beautiful gift that's been given to us, mm-hmm. even when I don't understand it all, even when I have questions, especially when I have questions, mm-hmm that I can be blessed mm-hmm. by investing in that time. You know, curiosity, and I like to use the word wonder. Yeah. You know, kids just have that innate yeah. wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, why? Right? <laughs> why? why? How come? <laughs> you know, um, like you, you just want to just like, just, just, just take it for what it is. <laughs> you know, but it's so beautiful that they have this just mm-hmm. innate sense of wonder. And, and I catch myself sometimes, you know, don't squash that. Yeah. Right? Sure. Let that thrive as long as it can because the world will squash that for them. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. But just to be curious and in awe and in wonder about the world around them and about the scriptures and their God. What can be greater than that? Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely something to inscribe. Yes. And yes. <laughs> so, anything else? No. no. Well, get a physical copy. Yeah. We are right alongside you. Yeah. We're reading too. We are wondering. We are questioning too. Yep. Um, 
And we pray that you will be blessed by your experiences with scripture. You can do it. Go get them. We're, We're rooting for you. Have a great day.